the righteousness of faith. Father, thank you for teaching us your word, showing us things to come, helping us to live this prosperous, victorious, overcoming life in Christ Jesus and to dominate every situation and circumstance, to advance and hold, to replenish our garden, which you gave us dominion over, to dress and keep in this earth. In Jesus' name, we receive light. We receive understanding. Help us to see what you're showing us and what you're saying to us today. We believe it. We receive it. Amen. Now, join me again in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. The end of the commandment is love, covenant love, charity love, agape love, out of a pure heart and a good conscience and sincere faith. Verse 19, holding faith and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith have made shipwreck. Holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. The secret of those who are righteous by faith is a pure conscience. Those that are righteous by works or try to be righteous by works are always going to be reminded of sin and it won't be a pure conscience. It'll be a sin conscience because you're always looking at what you're not supposed to do and you'll be looking at what you're supposed to do and you'll do it and it'll be good that day or that thing and then you'll realize oh I didn't quite do that right or I didn't do that right at all or I shouldn't have or I can't believe I said that and I said it and oh I knew better than that and that's just condemnation sin guilt that's a bad conscience but the mystery the secret of those who are righteous by faith faith in the word faith in what Jesus did faith in all of his works and him fulfilling the works of the law to an absolute absolute perfection that's our secret we are clean now join me in 1st John 3 and we're gonna read starting in verse 18 my little children let us not love in word neither in tongue but in deed and in truth don't just be talking it be doing it Remember we read in Romans the other day about it's not the hearers of the law that are righteous, but the doers of the law are declared righteous. Verse 19, And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall persuade our hearts before him, before God the Father, that if our heart condemn us. God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, have we confidence toward God and whatsoever we ask, we receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now look at that. If my heart condemns me, get another witness. You're looking at the wrong thing. You're listening to the wrong thing. God, the Father, Jesus, the Word, Holy Spirit, the inner witness, the one that's with you, teaching you and guiding you in all truth, teaching you all things and showing you things to come, is not the condemner. 
He'll convince you of things. He'll lead you on the right path. He'll correct you. He'll discipline you. He'll raise you as a father does a son. But he will not condemn. So if your heart is condemning you, get another witness. The Amplified Bible says, Whenever our hearts in tormenting self-accusation make us feel guilty and condemn us, he is above and greater than our conscience. And he knows everything. He knows everything. He's greater than your heart and knows all things. I must, you must, listener, we must persuade our heart that if our heart condemns us, if our conscience is looking at sin, God is greater than that. He knows that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus through the blood of Jesus. He knows that we are clean. He knows that we're his sons. He knows who I am, what I have, and what I can do. He knows how he built me. He knows what the truth is. Condemnation is a lie. It's a deception. It's false. It's not accurate. I can do who is with and in me and more. This is what he knows. He knows what I can do. He knows who is with me, Holy Spirit. He knows more than my heart knows. Condemnation is a lie, it's a deception, and it results in darkness. It remains in darkness and walking in darkness. The good, clean, clear, and pure conscience, it has confidence. It has complete assurance. It has boldness in the presence of God. Because he says we're going to persuade our hearts before him. We're going to persuade our heart in the Father's presence. Don't hide if condemnation's in your heart from God. Go to him. Father, help me. Help me. My heart's condemning me. What's the truth about this, Lord? I have a heart after you. You're greater than my heart. You know this condemnation is a lie. Help me. Help me. Glory to God. He gives us complete assurance because he says in verse 21, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. We have confidence in his presence. We have complete assurance. We have entire confidence. We have boldness in his presence. Boldness to ask what he said to ask. Boldness to receive what he's got in his hand for us to lay hold of. This is righteousness. The force of righteousness will make us bold as a lion. That lion who will not back down to any intimidation. Proverbs 28.1 says the righteous are bold as a lion. And Proverbs 30.30 talks about the lion, which is greatest among beasts, doesn't back down for anything. So the force of righteousness, the mystery of the faith, which is in a pure conscience, that confidence, that boldness, that force of righteousness will make you bold. It will make you confident. You cannot be intimidated. Nothing is going to say you can't do that. You can't go there. You're not like them. Whatever. Or they're going to rule over you. Or they're going to they're going to force you into doing something you don't want to do or against your will. Nah. 
You're not intimidated by any enemy, whether it's a spiritual enemy, a physical enemy, a physical thing, or a spiritual thing. It doesn't matter what it is. You're not afraid of anything. You have the force of righteousness cleaning and, and leading and guiding and helping you. Hallelujah. The force of righteousness will make peace. It'll make prosperity. It'll make soundness, quietness, and confident trust forever. Remember Isaiah 32. Let's go over there. Isaiah 32, he talks about what the force of righteousness will do. Well, a heart that's clean and has a good, pure conscience is going to have the force of righteousness operating in it and through it and out from it. Now look at Isaiah 32, verse 15, until the Spirit be poured upon us from high. Have you received the Holy Spirit? Is he bearing witness with your spirit? Is he bearing joint testimony and give it evidence to your conscience? Well, he has been poured out from us on high, upon us from on high. And the wilderness be a fruitful field. Well, look at that. Wilderness turned into fruitfulness. The fruitful field be counted a forest. Now it's abounding. Used to be wilderness and desert. Became a forest, and now it's an abounding forest. Then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness, but righteousness remain in the fruitful field. <laughs> Glory to God. You're no longer in the wilderness, and you're no longer in sin. You're no longer in condemnation and death. You're holy and without blame before him in love. Hallelujah. You're not condemned. To be condemned means to be blamed, to be accused, to be unapproved. No, you are holy and without blame before him in love, unaccusable, irreprovable, and unreproachable in his sight. Glory to God. Now, verse 17, the work of righteousness shall be peace, prosperity, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance or confident trust forever. And my people shall dwell in peaceable habitations, sure or safe, secure dwellings, and hallelujah, you will be blessed in a quiet resting place. Glory to God. That's the force of righteousness that makes prosperous, that brings peace, soundness, quietness, confident trust, adds strength to your faith so that it comes to pass. Full confidence will guarantee successful prayer, communication with Father in the name of Jesus. It will guarantee successful exercising of authority and receiving of our inheritance. Think about that. If the word says it's yours, it's yours. And you have confidence to receive this. Your conscience is clean and good and pure. Take it. Now, confidence towards God flows from a pure conscience. And it is the result of peace in the heart. Having persuaded the heart of the reality of righteousness by faith and by faith alone. And it is a gift of grace. It's a gift, not of works, lest any man should boast. Receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, and you will reign in life as a king. Hallelujah. 
Now this pure conscience, it's not from right behavior or perfect obedience to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. No, it is walking by faith, not by sight, with peace governing your heart, not condemnation governing your heart. Let the peace of God govern your heart. Let's look at that. We'll just finish up with this. Let's go over to Colossians 3 and we'll look at verse 15. Which reads, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Rule, or govern, your heart. The Amplified says, Let the peace from Christ rule and act as umpire continually in your heart, deciding and settling with finality all questions. All questions. All questions that arise in your mind in that peaceful state. In the peaceful state, the questions are answered. In that peaceful place. Now remember, we were talking about the conscience and that question and answer, that interrogation, that inquiry. Let the peace of God decide with finality every question that should arise in your heart. And you will succeed, always knowing what to do, even if you didn't get educated in that thing or it's beyond what you understand and you got to make a decision to make a decision now you'll know what to do when you pray and believe and seek him he'll show you what to do be blessed amen remember the righteous by faith shall live